yeah. will be that girl with okay. a water in my hand on the stage. I love that. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, we're hydrating everybody. You're like based on ASA, but with your water yeah, bottle. <laughs> literally. I'm like, hey, I'm still out here. Yeah. Hi friends, this is Savannah and Alicia and you're listening to do it for the podcast. Yay. This is our first episode that is releasing after we've already released episodes. <laughs> yes. Like after we've published, this is our first one. Yes. The first recording after we have already published episodes and it's our fourth episode, which is super exciting. Yes. And I just want to say thank you to friends, family, all the people that have listened thus far and given us really positive feedback and um, it just makes me more excited moving forward now that we've like actually put it out there into the universe now that we can yeah just I'm excited I'm so excited and it's truly mostly people that I have forced <laughs> to listen I have texted all of my 10 friends <laughs> yes and I'm like did you listen? Did you listen? As if they don't already know all the stories. I was going to say, the people that you've text, you texted, they were already listening, which was so nice. I know. I, I honestly have such amazing, supportive friends and family. Like, I even called my mom, and I was like, hey, mom, what are you doing? And she's like, listening to your podcast. Oh, my gosh, she's listening. It was her first podcast she's ever listened to. That is so nice. And you know what she said? Oh, God. What I was she's like, like, so what would you think? And she goes... I think you guys are crazy. <laughs> Why did you say that? I have no idea. But coming from my mom, that's like big because my mom's actually crazy. So yeah. for her to say that we're crazy. <laughs> I'm just wondering like what part that she thought that like Same. all of it, a collective crazy. I, I didn't dive in too deep because she had to go to work. But I was just I was cracking up because she just said, I think you're crazy. But she's so supportive and yes. she always, always like listens, likes, hard eyes, comment, fire yes. emoji, anything she can do, she will, you know, show love. Love that. Sweetest human Thank ever. Thank you, Alicia's mom. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. I don't think my mom is going to listen. I don't know if you, Julie, if you're listening, hi, but um, I don't I know if she was. mom too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I say a quick story? Yes. So yes. 2020 peak covid oh yeah well the first it was the very beginning it when the it was very, very beginning intense. it was june 2020 and yeah. i was living in a little studio at the time and i was all alone and my family doesn't live around here for those of you that don't know that they all live in the bay area so i have friends down here but no like immediate family so it can get lonely and being in a studio during covid was wild i yeah. don't know how i survived but i was very sick and i was one of the first people of like my friend group to actually get COVID and actually be very, very, very sick. Like I could not get out of bed. I could not smell or what was it? Yeah, I couldn't smell or taste. taste. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what was it? <laughs> Block that out, a trauma. <laughs> no, actually it was very tra traumatic. Yeah. I literally could not smell or taste for like five months I or something. I remember that, yeah. But the first week of being sick, I was, I was so, so sick. And your mom brought me chicken pot pie with heart-shaped biscuits. I will <laughs> never forget. I have a horrible memory. I would never forget this. Julie, I love you. And oh I gosh. could not taste a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I texted you and I said, this was so yummy. Yeah. Honestly, it was my brain that it was yummy for because yes. it was just so comforting. Yeah. And I was just so shocked that she brought me stuff. 
I don't even know if I had ever met her at that point. Yeah, I think you met her at my birthday a couple years later, maybe. Yeah, it something. was just the sweetest gesture. So like, love you, Julie. Oh, honestly, my mom's love language is cooking for people. And so that sounds exactly the like her. Biscuits yeah. like damn near made me cry. <laughs> I was in a very emotional state. I was sick. I was alone. I got these biscuits and I was like, this is it. You're like, this is what's going to send me over the edge. Literally. These freaking biscuits. <laughs> these biscuits are heart-shaped, Aww. Julie. Yeah. Anywho. I'm glad she made an impact on you. She did. She did. That is so sweet. We love our moms, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, what do you have coming up this week slash weekend? Yes. What's going on in your life? Okay. So when this, by the time this releases, Cabo oh. in like two days. Nice. It is my friend Kayla's 30th birthday. So most of my friends turned 30 this year. Pretty much a lot of us do. So it's a lot of partying, mm-hmm. 30th, 30th, 30th. But yeah, we're going to Cabo for the weekend. And I would have just gotten back from Utah after a three-day event in Utah for clients. So I'm super excited that that I'm sure it was a success. I don't know at the moment, but I will follow up with that. <laughs> Exciting. What are y'all going to do in Cabo? Oh, you know, come back with stories for the podcast. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I didn't even like think about that aspect is we're gonna have the tea from that no she literally texted me and goes so now that you have the podcast we have to do something crazy <gasps> for the podcast yeah yes I was like Ooh. have you thought about some things you don't have to say but okay I won't say but have you thought about it a little bit okay I don't know about how crazy but also mm-hmm. it depends on how much tequila I have so oh true Are, aren't you gonna be like a 25th wheel or something okay <laughs> <laughs> Just calling you I out. I was gonna Sorry. kind of skim past that. Oh, no, okay. okay. I think there's four other people, four other single people, or okay. people, people, pack neck, dude. Sorry. I cannot. <laughs> um, four other single people going. Gotcha. But I think there are a lot of couples, mm-hmm. like a lot, a lot of couples. A lot of her friends are married or in long relationships. So I am sharing rooms with. Um, Actually, they just texted me. I am sharing a room with one of her friends that lives in Oceanside. So I've only met her, I think, once or twice. But should be fun. I, I make friends easily. I think it'll be fun regardless. And it's a, like all-inclusive resort. So fun. Can't have a bad time at those. No, definitely not. No. Cool. What are you doing this weekend? I So tomorrow, I am leaving to go to Seattle to see Taylor Swift. You are so excited. I am so I love excited. That for you. I know that you're not like a huge Swifty. And I'm totally... I don't even get mad when people say that they don't like like her music and I stuff. I don't dislike her. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I just, I love her lyrics. I didn't really, really start getting into listening to her until, or during COVID when she released like Folklore and Evermore. That's kind of more my style of music. Um, but then after that, when she started re-releasing all of her old albums and stuff, I loved what she stood for and why she was doing it. And yeah, I am I think it's just gonna be a fun concert. Even like I've heard that people that aren't even fans of hers just have a really good time at the concert because it's a whole production. So yes. I'm excited because Nolan's going I and he that. is not a Swifty, but he's he not is I'm going shocked. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I look at your face and I was like, okay, that she's being yeah. sarcastic. Um, 
Swifty. Yeah, not a Swifty, but I just got his shirt from Amazon yesterday that I got him. And then, because he really likes cats. Oh. And then she really, like Taylor Swift really likes cats. Oh, see, and now I, I knew there's a reason yeah. her and I didn't vibe. <laughs> and so the shirt says, um, me and Karma vibe like that. And there's like a cat on it. So cute. Yeah, not anything super extra, but yeah. he's just, he just wanted to go for the vibes. And because it's going to be us two, my sister and her fiance, Trevor, and then my cousin Holly and her fiance, er, her boyfriend Trevor. So there's two Trevors, and then there's Nolan. Wow, so. I could have been the seventh wheel with you guys. You could have. <laughs> my life. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm super excited. I just love being up there in Seattle and seeing my family and stuff. So it should be an adventure. So hopefully I have some stories from that too. You will, for yes. sure. I love a concert. It doesn't even matter if I don't like the people playing. Yeah. I will have a great time. Yeah. I'll agreed. Google the lyrics. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be one of those people that are like singing along hey, with like the lyrics. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. To vibe it out. Yeah. No. So I'm super excited. Should be fun. Lovely. Yeah. And so do you have any weddings coming up or um, photography trips coming up? So in two weeks from when we're recording this right now, I'm going to Italy for a photography workshop. So um, it's a four day retreat and there's, I think, it's not a big group of people. I think there's maybe like less than 10 and we're gonna be going around in the Dolomites and people are gonna be dressed in wedding attire, like couples and stuff. So we're gonna be out there in the mountains and like the Italian mountainside and it's just gonna be magical. So, and then after that or during that whole trip, I'm also just going to be traveling all over Italy and yeah. So, wow. I know. So jealous. I'm really excited. That, that is so exciting. Yeah. It actually kind of ties into what we're talking about today. Yeah. Because we're talking about pretty much going from quote unquote corporate world, AKA just like working for someone else or under someone else. Mm -hmm. And then into entrepreneurship and what that is like, the transition, how we both did it because we both did used to work for other people yeah. um, in our careers, in I guess in the industry, I guess I will say, in the industry and also outside of the industry because mm -hmm. you you know, had serving jobs you mentioned before and I have had one million jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that would be fun. I should list all the jobs I've had. Do it. Have I mean, you had a lot? Let's um, go back and forth. Not really. I So I started off my first like job was working at a beach snack shack Ooh. when I was 16, I think. Oh my I gosh, just so turned fun. 16. Yeah, it was really fun actually and a good intro to just working because it was in a relaxed kind of, or kind of relaxed environment. Except I do have like PTSD with snow cones now. Don't want to get into that, but <laughs> just from a snow cone machine. Anyway, or shaved ice, I should say. Um, yeah, that was really fun. That was my first job. What was your first job? Guess. I want to say something kind of outlandish. No, it, it um, wasn't. Was it boring? Were you like, maybe something with ice cream? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to guess. I worked at a shoe store. Oh, okay. I worked at Finish Line at this mall in my hometown in the Bay. And <laughs> I just, it's so random. I think I had just turned 16. Mm -hmm. And I was out here selling sneakers. <laughs> like, as if you had any real like, right? no background. In like, grown men would come in. <laughs> and I'm just five foot hi oh, oh what God. are you looking for yeah yeah now that i like look back i'm like that is a weird vibe but so sad because i have this kind of memory burnt into my brain so i was in high school i was a part of this program that was like for business it was a class essentially but it was a business class to teach you like how to do your resume and mm -hmm. interviews and 
things like that. And the teacher helped me apply for this job. They would like help you kind of give you tips, whatever. Yeah. And so I told him, oh, I'm applying for finish line, da da da. And I just remember him being so negative about it. And then I actually did get the job and I will forever remember I went back to class and I was so excited to tell him that I got the job. You're and like, screw he, you, man, he, I did it. Literally, and he goes, you only got it because you're cute. Ew! And you're selling shoes. I hate that. I was, I feel like it's burned into my brain. Yeah, you don't forget that kind of oh, stuff. Oh no, I was like, oh my God, I'm wow, so sorry. Sir. So that was a good intro into the workplace life where men are just sort of literally looking at us like, so meat. I know. Stupid. I was like, first of all, maybe I'm a really good shoe seller. Yeah, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know my life. Oh my gosh. I didn't even interview for my first job. My mom knew the owner of the little shack. He was my neighbor. And mm. so I kind of just slipped right on in there. That's lovely. Yeah. No, it was it was great. I mean, it got me enough money to buy my own car or I was leasing it at the time. But yeah. yeah. Nice. So, good stepping stone. What was your second job then? Movie theater. Oh. What were you doing at a movie theater? I was ripping tickets. Okay. It was it was not the nicest movie theater, but it was just funny because people would always sneak in. I'm like, uh. I feel like at that, well, how old are you? How long were you at the show? It was place? like a year later. Okay, yeah. It wasn't very, I was still in high school. Yeah. And I would just be like, they can go ahead. Or people would walk in with their babies, like holding their babies, clearly like an eight-year-old child on their <gasps> hip. They're like, oh, like they're two. <laughs> sure, bro. You're like, you're like I just work here. I don't care. Literally, I'm 16 years old. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Go right ahead. I yeah. had a great manager there, though. Um, I, he, w- he was nice, but he used to also, like, flirt with me a lot, and I was really young, so Blech. I know. Men ruin everything. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's it's okay. Shitty. But it was it was great, like, work experience for sure. Mm-hmm. And then um, in college, I worked at, like, Nectar. I worked at Melting Pot as a host. I worked for a bridal designer. I, I've done a lot of things. I haven't really, I, I probably am missing some stuff, but yeah. overall I got, I think a really good idea of what it is to work in a workplace, like on a team, also try to work up in an area. Um, I worked in real estate, I mentioned on one episode, and then moving into my own business and what that was kind of, what that is like, not was, I mean, mm-hmm. still new every day. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> being your own boss, there's constantly new things that we're learning. Um, for me, it was the snack shack thing was a summer job. And then I was a hostess at Chili's for like 10 months, I think, or something like that. And I was almost 18 and I was under the impression that I would get promoted to server and they didn't. And I was like, so headstrong. I'm like, I want to be a server, like making money. And so I started applying at other places, like for serving jobs, but nobody would hire me because <laughs> I didn't have a serving experience. And one place actually hired me, offered me the job. And then I went in and they're like, oh, you have to be 21. And I'm like, you never asked me. You, there, that wasn't on the job description. And so at one point I was completely jobless because I thought I had that job. So I quit Chili's. And so I was scrambling. And then that's when I got the job at Great Maple, which we talked about, I think, in our first episode. Um, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I totally just messed up my own timeline. I forgot a huge chunk. I worked at... No one would ever know. <laughs> well, I worked at a five-star hotel, like the same ones that we worked at photography, or for the photo 
acting. Oh yeah, you worked at St. Regis. Yes, yeah. So I was there, but I was serving there for a little bit. But they put me in a position where I literally had to be hostess. I was bartending very illegally. I had just turned 18 and they were like, here, open up Should this. Should we be saying that? It's fine. I mean, whatever. And I, yeah, I had to do food running, all of this. I, I was the only person there. And so I think that really gave me some like grit. <laughs> and then I got the job waitressing and then I was a newborn photographer and then I got the job where I met you. So yeah, yeah. all the journeys. Yes. And now, yeah. So where we met, we both were, I guess technically, I don't really consider that for me. It definitely is in line with what you do now, Mm -hmm. obviously, photography, you're a photographer. I was a creative director, now I'm a wedding planner, so it doesn't completely line up. However, I think a lot of the skills I learned there, I 100% took into my own business, Mm -hmm. but also a lot of the things I learned there, I had to try to let go. Unlearn, yeah. Unlearn, which, I still haven't completely mm-hmm. because the way that those, you know, that business was, I was really trying to fit into a mold of how to act, how to be professional, what you can say, what you can't say, what you can wear, what you can't wear, how you can have your nails, how you can have your hair. Mm-hmm. Girl, I know that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So this story. I have like two parts to the story. Oh, so we're working at these super, super nice hotels. And um, when Alicia came along, I I think we were friends on Facebook at that time, or somehow you saw my post. But I probably was stalking you, probably because we had worked together for just like a little bit. And then I wanted to dye my hair purple, and so I went and dyed my hair purple. And I was anticipating like a dark purple, like almost like you can kind of see it in the sun, but it came out like bright ass purple. And I went out that night <laughs> with some friends and posted a picture with my purple hair. And you're, you texted me, you're like, you do not have purple hair right now. And I'm just like, fuck, <laughs> yes, I do. And so the next day I went and I had to darken it, but I tried to get away with it. And then just recently I was showing you a, a Facebook memory that my mom took of me in the office. And I'm like all happy about like working at this nice place. And Alicia goes, you were wearing that? <laughs> She's like, wait, your hair is like two different colors. It's like blonde and brown, so it wasn't like crazy colors, but I was wearing like not very super nice clothes, but this was that was before you worked there, so you exactly. weren't, didn't have like a watchful eye I on me. I even said that. That was probably before my time. Yes. <laughs> but thinking back, it's so funny that I was so... I don't know, I guess strict is the word, yeah. but it's because I was trying to be the best manager best person for the job. I knew I wasn't 100% qualified in terms of the photography aspect. And, but it's just so funny that I was like yeah. on top of you like yeah. that. <laughs> I apologize. It's okay. Yikes. I don't I don't have purple hair anymore, but I would like to maybe one day. But, but now that I, ca- I can, cause I really don't, I feel like that's part of my brand though, is just kind of degaffing a little bit. Yeah. And so for me, I think the things that I needed to unlearn from that which I still haven't, for example, my nails are always nude or white Mm. because in the professional, like quote unquote, the professional workforce or in that job, you were supposed to have certain color nails. And actually in a couple of jobs I've had in the past, you can't have like crazy colors or neon or like anything that's not Mm -hmm. neutral. Even red, I think is a problem. So I think that I've just held on to that. And there's so many things that I've held on to. And then now in my own business, I will in my head tell myself, oh, you can't get orange nails. And it's like, who the hell is telling you that? Right. Yourself. Yes. It's my own brain. <laughs> yeah. I am my own HR. Mm-hmm. And 
<laughs> you are your issue. own HR. I, you literally, you're walking HR. I am walking HR. <laughs> <laughs> but I've really, really, really been trying to. Well, also, this goes in line. This is such a longer conversation of creating the brand, what I want my brand to be. Like, because I do want my brand to have some of those elements in terms yeah, of. Because it's like luxury. Exactly. Where yeah. I'm at in the luxury, you know field with mm-hmm. weddings there are certain things that i think should stick and then there's certain things that i do think that are not that important or that serious that i can let go yeah but it's really hard to unlearn it when you've been thinking about it for so long and also that job i was at a, such a you know young influenced age yeah that i soaked up every single piece of information and every single rule every single everything that i could that now that i'm older and i have my own brand and i have my own business and i make my own rules it's kind of hard to change everything that I knew was right, yeah. you know, but it really is not right or wrong. It's just different representations of, you know, the, yourself. Is that why our brand colors are like bright pink and orange? Because you're, yeah, <laughs> you're like, I want to be completely different from, I'm trying to unlearn the, the you know, just I mean, letting yourself, the personality shine a little bit. Kind of. So my whole brand, as you know, is like professional with personality. Yes. What would you describe Savannah Ray photography? Um, bold and adventurous. Adventurous, yeah. I definitely think that throughout, even when I was working at like the hotels and everything's very five star, it was always hard for me to keep my true self like under wraps. And so my transition from working that five star and in that five star environment to my brand was pretty easy because I was just like, screw that. I don't want that to be my brand. But I also my brand isn't super luxury. I would say I want to do more elopements and like fun stuff and not be like fit perfectly in a certain box. Like I could do luxury. But for sure. And you don't have to be a certain way to do luxury. I don't want to give that impression. Yeah, no, totally. And that's partly why I wanted, to, like, my tagline is professional personality because I truly am both of the things. Like, I am professional always. Mm-hmm. In, and again, it's polite. <laughs> Even Jeremy we talk knows about that. This. Jeremy said I was professional. <laughs> but I think I'm just polite and courteous to people and I'm trying to be, like, respectful. Mm-hmm. And But at the same time, I still let my personality shine through, especially with my clients and my couples. I'm not like a walking robot that's just, good afternoon, good morning. Okay, yes, I definitely am still myself on wedding days. I'm still myself with vendors, you know, with clients. And I just maybe don't curse as Mm -hmm. much as I would, you know, if I'm hanging out with my friends or I'm not playing Cardi B and City Girls (laughs) on repeat. Yeah. but I will definitely still rap the lyrics while I'm walking around at a wedding. As you should. As, as you I should. should. Well, on the way there, on the on car the way right there. there. Oh, on the way there is madness. Yeah. You don't even want to know <laughs> what I'm listening to. <laughs> I have a wedding day playlist and I posted on my page, oh, like wedding day playlist. And people were like, oh my gosh, can you send the link? And I said, ooh, no. this is a private <laughs> wedding day playlist. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, it's hard to be both, I think. But at the same time, I think... I truly am both. Yeah. Well, I feel like your natural personality is that. Like, even like, as, as we've been saying, just kind of like 
originally professional, whereas mine's just kind of like, blah, 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 yeah. Know? So I was able to unleash that. For sure. And I do that with my brand as well. I'm just kind of like, well, this is what you get. And I think that attracts the type of clients that I want. Um, so it just ends up working out, you know? Yes. And I yeah. definitely think that I've been able to attract the type of clients that my, what I'm trying to attract as well, which is great. Yeah. And that's the amazing thing about being your own business owner mm -hmm. is you can kind of try to relate to who you want to relate to. And it's a two way street of connecting with clients and you know, they want to work with you as much as you want to work with them. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just been an interesting transition. And how many years are you going on this year? Or when is your business anniversary? So not full time, just in general. Because my first Let's wedding that I shot me was October 2013. So that was 10 years ago. Okay. So that was, I would say, the start of my business. But I didn't go full time until about seven or eight years ago. Um, Which 20... I don't know. Bad at math. Math. I don't know. I was a communications 2015. major. 2015, right? That's yeah. eight years. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Because um, I still consider the time when I worked at the hotels being full-time because I was just doing photo for full-time and nothing else yeah like no not waitressing and doing all of that other stuff um so when do you celebrate your business anniversary I don't really oh yikes. okay well uh, <laughs> I'm all about the celebration so every year I like to repost my 19th birthday picture because it was me in front of Costco with my first camera and it's this I cringe every time I see it. It's, it's so cute. You, do you do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. Yeah. You showed I, me like every year. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> for the last seven years. It's a good reminder. I'm like, oh gosh, that's what I. Okay. So I guess around then is when I like to celebrate. Even though that wasn't my first wedding gig or anything, it was just me buying a camera because I thought I just wanted to shoot just for fun. And that's what I did originally. I just took pictures of Nolan surfing, him at the skate park. I have some really cringy photos of my little sister Bella at the park where I, yeah, I don't even know how I got my first gig, honestly. Um, I love that. With those photos. That photo is so good. We should post it on our story. The one of me? Yeah. Okay. Why not? No, it's fine. Yeah, it's cute. I can also, find a cringy one of myself. My original Instagram name do you know what my original Instagram name was? No, I'm scared. It was Nikon Nonsense. Oh, I did know that. Yeah. I did know that. When I met you, I think that's what it was. It, yeah. Nikon Nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Now so that rings silly. a bell. Yeah. So that was when I started separating. Who's out here hiring someone with that name? Let me tell you. I, well, it wasn't even for, oh, okay. I wasn't trying to attract clients. I was just posting. Nonsense. <laughs> nonsense yeah no that was when I that's where I posted pictures of like Nolan and the skating and stuff like that but then his cousin was getting married and at her bridal shower she came up to me and was like oh I started following your photography account um I'm like oh you know thank you and then she was like do you want to shoot my wedding and I'm like absolutely not what I'm like why would you trust me with this and I was so nervous and she basically said that they didn't have like a budget for a nice photographer and that wasn't a priority of theirs so they're like just do your best no pressure and that was the best case scenario and then that's when I started talking to Tracy Taylor, Tracy Taylor Photography. She was my mentor and also my mom's friend. And so she guided me on what lenses to rent and what bodies to rent and just kind of showed me the ropes. And then I rented all those things, did the wedding. And then afterwards, that's when I, they did pay me. So I used that money to invest in um, the lenses that I rented. I ended up buying them and yeah. Side note, if you're getting married, do not do that. 
do not trust anyone <clears throat> for funsies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with don't, your wedding. Yeah, don't do that nowadays. <laughs> 10 out of 10, do not recommend. <laughs> yeah, unless you literally do not care at all. Even but you then, do care but you, because yeah, you're going to care, care later. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so. People who are like, oh, I just like, I just don't have the budget for photo. But then you're having a wedding. Mm-hmm. So don't you want to see it later? Yeah. And also there's so many things behind it, like contracts and these things that professionals should have. And you yes. shouldn't be trusting people. So this was a long time ago. For sure. <laughs> and for I know sure. that it's I was still just triggered. Sorry. Yeah, no, I triggered myself. I'm like, side note, please do not do that. No, because if someone, whenever I see those posts nowadays, I'm just like, oh gosh, please don't do that. But that was a great opportunity for you. Yeah, no, it helped. It kickstarted everything. And then I started second shooting. I started interning. And that's when it really, yeah. Yeah, I had a similar, I think a similar experience with, so my business is going on five years Mm. in December. December 1st is my business anniversary. And so December 1st, 2018 was my first like wedding under Della Planning. And it was a college friend who trusted me enough. (laughs) Uh, This trust, man. This trust trust that these people have. Literally. But okay, keep in mind that I had already been an assistant for another wedding planner for like four years. So I did have a lot of experience not being the lead, not planning, not budgeting, that kind of thing. And technically I was just her day of coordinator, but I did help a lot with back end things. And so that was my very first wedding. I just remember it being wild. Like it was such a success, but it was wild. It was in December, started like rain came on the forecast we had to move everything inside a garage it was at like a house estate situation and so I had to redo the timeline like it was just crazy but it all worked out and that was my very first wedding and now I do celebrate my business anniversary every year I kind of want to do a really big party this year am I invited (laughs) (laughs) I was telling my mom this is such a me thing to say but I was telling my mom I want to have a five-year business anniversary party and have my family come down and you know have a big thing and make it make it fun and make it like a I don't know it's such a big milestone a lot of businesses fail in the first I don't know there's like some statistic in the first year whatever so I wanted to do something and she's like okay but didn't seem like why and I'm like I don't want to wait until I get engaged or until I have a baby to have to have like some celebratory party with family that's such a thing you just wait around until you get engaged and then my family would come down here and like have a party or a baby or I don't know other things that we all have to wait on a man in my case a man Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) yeah we should be having business showers literally yeah and so then she was like well you could just do a birthday party Like, ma'am, I'm like, that's besides the point. Yes, we need to celebrate your successes, not just you being born. Exactly. <laughs> also, so, quick little note, I'm glad that we are breaking statistics over here. Especially this episode in particular, this is a st- statistic-breaking episode. Because why? most podcasts don't make it past three. Thir- three, yeah. And this is number well, four. Well, we've only released two, so. Oh. Well, we have one week to, <laughs> to ruin. I spoke too soon. Wait, are we recording? Is right? This, is this thing the, on? Check the levels. <laughs> Forever PTSD. But yeah, no, I absolutely think that we should be celebrating people's businesses more because it's a huge accomplishment. And yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. I'm all about the supporting, especially women in business, especially people of color in business. Mm-hmm. And especially in the area we're in, there are not a lot of people of color that own businesses and so I definitely make it a point in my business to try to support um, support them as well yeah. as much as I've been supported because yes. I really have been very supported by the 
industry, community, friends, family, everybody. I've been super lucky. You should go back to that teacher way back then and flip him the bird and be like, look at I where I am wish now. I knew his name. Yeah. I should look it up. What I was thinking when we were talking about all this is I have don't think I've ever worked with a male wedding planner before. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like it's a predominantly like female dominated or oh, I don't I don't know why I just said female sorry it just gave me the ick a little bit but like women dominated industry no yeah I guess I would say so yeah I, I think every vendor kind of has the like for example video is predominantly male uh, I agree DJ predominantly male. male yeah planners yeah predominantly women it just like I guess depends yeah but I've that's just, the I've entire workforce yeah true I was just thinking about that I'm like I've never worked with a I definitely know. I definitely know a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I don't work with other planners, obviously. Yeah, but true. I do know a few. Yeah. So, so what did you want to be if you didn't go into wedding planning? Did you have any previous aspirations or anything like that? See, there's a difference in question. What I wanted to be and what I would be. Let's if go. I wanted to be. Okay, wanted to be. Yeah. When I was younger, I did not know. Mm-hmm. When I was very young, dance choreographer. <laughs> Okay, I could see that. So I was for in dance sure. like, for a long time. So I'm like, I'm gonna be directing people like five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. I got this. <laughs> I would wa- watch like, um, wait, what was her name? I'm blanking on her name. Ooh. My favorite choreographer. Oh, Paula Abdul. Oh my god! I was like all about it, and then MTV, all the shows, Danity Kane. I was like watching all of the Danity Kane videos. This is taking it back, but what was bu- making of a band or building a band or that show? Oh, I don't think I know that. Oh, Savannah, you oh, missed out. I'm sorry. It was, was lovely. They had to sing. They had to dance. They had to like make the band, and then they oh. would like create the band, and that's how Danity Kane was made. Interesting. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Hmm. Um. I kind of want to listen to Danny Kane now. But anyways, (laughs) that was when I was young, young. And then apparently when I was a baby, I wanted to be um, like a gynecologist. A baby (laughs) wanted to be When I was like a toddler, I would tell my family like I was going to deliver babies. And I'm like, how did I know about that? Yeah. I was, I guess I was just smart. I don't know. Very interesting. But I like wanted to deliver babies. And then obviously that didn't happen. No. But as I got older, I think in college, I honestly wasn't super clear on what I would do. I think I kind of just assumed I would be in like marketing Mm -hmm. or communications or like be a part of a company. Um, And then deeper into college, I was like highly considering lawyer. Which is what I think I would be if I wasn't a planner. I agree. I think I I would be down for the lawyer life. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But I can see that happening for sure. Yeah. What about you? Did you want to be like an astronaut? (laughs) Actually, I knew something crazy was coming. Not specifically astronaut, but when I was a kid, I was really into space. Like I really liked space. I didn't really know anything specific. Also, this is, I actually just now thought of this. (laughs) So when so i have three sisters and or i did this last time i'm one of three sisters one older one younger you consider yourself a sister clearly yes (laughs) yes. and my grandparents told all of us when we turn 10 they'll take us anywhere in the world because my grandparents are huge travelers and so anywhere in the world anywhere in the world and you get to choose yeah each one of you yes this is wild guess where so my sister my sister turned one of you chose disneyland i hate you 
Okay, Stop well, it. my sister did. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so when I was eight, though, I was like thinking about it because I was like, oh, my sister's planning. She did go to Florida and do like a Disney cruise and do that Florida. thing. Florida. Disney World. So, so we did a Disney cruise, went to MGM. Anyway, so that's, oh, I'm sorry. That's what she did. But eight year old me, actually, even seven year old, because we like had time to think about it. I wanted to go to New Jersey and dig up dinosaur fossils. <laughs> I literally was at Is my library. No, I ended up being unoriginal and doing the same thing that my sister did wow <laughs> i know that's like a big decision to make at but that like, age yeah though. when you're 10 you just want to do 10 year old stuff so like we did that whole thing but um also can i have wait what these I, grandparents i know just they out are here anywhere in the world literally the best yep and since then they've taken us to like we did when i was going into high school they took us on a european mediterranean sea they're big 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 travelers like that this that is their life and that's where i got it from this is so, so casual yeah i know on this mediterranean yeah no they i want to say i can't think of them enough for all the experiences that they gave that's me amazing. yeah um so they're amazing so anyway that was a little so astronaut i was really into dinosaurs so fossils but then as i got older i wanted to be just like every other person i want to be a marine biologist oh yeah <laughs> yeah i so, mean everybody wants to be a marine biologist i know at some why point. would you not want to like we live by the ocean i really like the ocean <laughs> and i could honestly see that though. yeah no i went into so i graduated from high school i didn't know exactly so i just like what i wanted to do so i didn't i wasn't applying to like colleges and stuff so i went to just community college and i was taking the courses i did oceanography i did marine biology i was getting really good grades but then at one point i was like I don't know how realistic this is because I don't know. I just, the dream kind of dropped. And then I started doing photography and doing that for fun. And then one of our friends. I love how that wasn't realistic, but like building a whole photography <laughs> brand and business was realistic. Well, I don't, I don't even know if I'm trying to remember like where hard year this was. Yeah. I don't know what the transition was, but I didn't even know if I wanted to transfer to a four year that was never really in my plan. But my friend went to Cal State Long Beach and she was a communication studies major there. And somehow she convinced me to to transfer. And so I went to Cal State Long Beach, got my bachelor's in communication studies. And while I was there is when I was really building my business. So I think having all those classes about communication and interpersonal relationships, managerial like communication and um, nonverbal, like just learning all those things, I think really helped just my business grow because I had all this knowledge about, you know, communicating. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that Fresh Prince <laughs> episode where it's like, what do you even, what is communication studies? And she goes, you know, the study of communicating. It's so dumb. But anyway, so yeah, that's where, that's what I did. I um, think college helps no matter what. Yeah, no, I agree. Just being in, like putting yourself out there, learning new things, I think was really. I was an English major. Yeah. Mm. Like, I was in the classroom with all these people who loved books and loved essays and like lived for reading. And I'm sitting there like, oh, y'all really read? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't just do spark notes. Yeah, right. Interesting. I just, I don't, I don't know what, I do know why I chose it because I went to UC Santa Barbara and then I went to UCI, so I transferred. But in Santa Barbara, I had a like I had like two friends. I don't know. I didn't fit in very well there. I didn't really like get friends in college. That that wasn't anyway. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah that wasn't really me. Well, I mean, 
living in the dorms as a freshman, you do get friends. Like, yeah. I was a freshman in the dorms, but it was in Santa Barbara. I honestly felt kind of like an outcast. I was, like, one of three brown girls on my entire floor. Everybody mm-hmm. was like, oh, like, I had a 4.5 GPA. Like, I went to this school and this school. And I was like, my school, like, had, like, one AP class. And mm-hmm. I, I just came from a very different background. And also, I had a great GPA, and I felt very smart in high school. And then I went to college, and I was like, I'm the dumbest one here. Mm-hmm. Because I just didn't feel like I was as smart as everybody else. And so there were a couple girls that I clicked with and stuff. And we... She, one of them was an English major and I still was kind of, I went in undecided and undeclared and I was thinking of psychology. And to be honest, my entire freshman year in college was legit just me drinking. I partied Monday, Tuesday. So I purposely <laughs> scheduled my classes Tuesday and Thursday. I hope my mom is not listening. <laughs> just kidding. She, she is knows. listening. She was driving me to the parties. Just kidding. Not in college. In high school she was. But Same with my mom. Yeah, no. We'll in college, I was literally, I scheduled my classes Tuesday, Thursday so I could party Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and like drink every, and I would go to my 8 a.m.s and I would sleep in class and I, my GPA dropped like an entire point it was rough. I also wasn't surrounded by like the best influences at the time mm-hmm. and a lot of people who just like to party. So I would just join in. Um, and yeah, I needed to get out of there, to be honest. Yeah. I ended up transferring to UCI. Um, I did transfer for a couple of reasons. One was a guy. And then I don't think, oh, you didn't know that. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. So he lived down here and... Um, We were doing long distance, so it made sense. But also, Mm. I did want to get into the business school at UCI because Santa Barbara didn't have a business school. So I transferred. I switched to English. I added, like, business. Um, I was going to double major, but then I would have had to stay extra, and I didn't want to do that. So extra time at school. So I ended up minoring in business management. But that's kind of how, like, English came about was my friend was doing it. And she's like, well, you could just do English and then kind of figure out what you want to do. Yeah. And I'm like, that's smart because I could always go into, like, being a lawyer. I can go to law school. I can get my MBA. Um, just kind of have, like, the solid foundation of that. Mm-hmm. But every single class I took, everybody was so into everything because English majors are diehard. Yeah. I don't know if you know about them. I don't. I was an outcast, man. Yeah. In my classes, everyone was just so into the, the work. Interesting. I do not like reading if it's not fantasy smut (laughs) yeah so like in school I I didn't like to read just like the the books yeah if it wasn't I didn't read them to be honest and I also have a bad memory so Mm. I don't even remember if I read any of them (laughs) but if I did that's probably good yeah but I think overall, my point of this was, I don't think you need to go to college, but I do think that it's very beneficial to give you direction and experience. Mm -hmm. And I will stand by that forever, even though I don't use my degree necessarily, because we don't need our degrees for our businesses. I think that it is so, it was so helpful to like who I am today. And it helped me just kind of, I did get knowledge from it and experience and like personal growth. Yeah. Being a part of a sorority, making friends. I have a lot of friends from. We lived different lives, girl. (laughs) I mean, we already know this. Yeah. they don't. Like I went to community college and then I commuted to Long Beach and I literally just went and did my classes and then went home. Like, I think I made one friend that I, maybe two that I still like follow on Instagram today, but I was not in a sorority or anything like that. There was a bar on campus that I went to a couple. We had a bar, yeah. Yeah, we did too. It was a pub. Okay, yeah. And so 
after some finals and stuff, some people would go there, but I literally just went, did my classes and then went home. That's wild. But, yeah. When I, when so I went relate. to UCI, I joined the sorority. I wasn't in it in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. I was already partying way too much. I would have like not been also, well. yeah, I didn't do any of that. Yeah. No partying for me. I was like, my partying ages were when I met Nolan. <laughs> 18 to like 19 and we I think partied so hard in that year that I think that's why I don't really but that's the same age anymore. I was in when I started yeah, college true. so it's same time frame. yeah this was Just like different house vibes. parties different vibes yeah. because I left I mean I graduated high school when I was 17 so oh, okay I left to college when I had just turned 18 I had mm. just been 18 for like a couple weeks actually mm-hmm. And so that was my time of partying in Santa Barbara from like okay. 18 to 20, mm-hmm. I was going hard. And then I came to UCI and I still partied, went out, joined the sorority and all the things, but I wasn't as crazy as I was when I was 18. Yeah. I kind of calmed down. Um, I had to take stuff more seriously. I had, and I was always working, even in Santa Barbara, I don't even know how I fit work into that party life, but <laughs> oh, I worked at a coffee shop. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, is that why you love making me coffee? I do. Wow. I would love to own a coffee shop one day. Okay. I would love to do everything in life. I was going to say, is that like what you, if you weren't a wedding planner, is that something that you would have pursued? Or no, is that like a, when you're a done lawyer. with planning? Oh, okay. No, I mean like nowadays. Oh, I think that would be something I would do maybe as like a retirement plan. Okay. Like own a coffee shop or yeah. own a venue and like yeah. have it, you know, just be the owner and like come in and pop in and like run the back end of stuff but very minimally and have someone who's going to do like everything else that's exactly like my plan too when i'm done with photography as to do like create my own venue but i also want to like live there like i want to have a big enough property somewhere like not so much like in the city i love that i would do that where my mom lives my mom lives like up in the mountains yeah yeah i would like that or maybe since i love being in washington so much like that's kind of where i see myself like maybe buying property but yeah if i wasn't doing a venue though like if photography just i don't know something happened i think i would do something travel related though like whether that be a flight attendant or like something like that where i could travel for you know, get free flights and stuff like that. Yeah. That would definitely be, I think, what I would do. I've even honestly considered it like nowadays is doing, I don't even think you can do like part-time flight attendant, but. I think there's like a lot of requirements. Yeah. It's definitely not something you can just jump into. Yeah. But I've thought about it for sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, don't worry because we're going to go party together. So even though, circling back to that, even though you missed out on some partying mm-hmm. we're gonna do it for the podcast and savannah's Can't goal wait. is to stay out with me until 2 a.m mm-hmm. and dance on a stage and or table <sighs> do you have some places that you've been thinking about taking me you know we're gonna have to go a little far away from laguna oh, Tana. No. yeah sorry like this it's song. not the vibe Ugh. okay there's not gonna be any dancing on tables and stages in dana point oh. Well, I mean, I'm sure we could just do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's not everyone would be like, that's um, not what I want ma'am, this for you. Is... We should maybe go to LA for a night. No. 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 Okay, Long Beach. Well, we need to compromise here. Okay. Well, we'll have to figure this out later. Okay. San Diego? Okay. I've I actually love been San out Diego. in San Diego. We went for my little sister's 21st birthday two years ago. Oh, gosh. Two and years ago. yeah, I know no. we were out. It was. All of his, like, her name's Isabella, or Bella, and so it's her and all of her college friends, and then it's 
Me, my older sister, who she's 31, I just turned 29. Well, at the time we were 27 and 29. And then my cousin who was 27. And so it's all her college friends and then there's like us. And so it was still fun, but I was like, I feel so old. Yeah, I so. feel old when I go out as well. But it's funny because I don't go out often. Like it may, I make it sound like I'm out all the time, but at the end of the day, I don't have time to be out. Yeah. Because we work weekends. Yeah. So I, when I do get to go out, I am that person that's like, oh, like, man, I just rather stay in. And then once I'm out, I'm like, we are out until the lights come on, everybody. Like, get it together. <laughs> We're staying here. Yeah. And I can dance all night long until the very last song. But that's because I don't get to do it often. And then also, like, it's just it's just so fun once yeah. you're there. I do like dancing it's just the being out late for me i it just completely ruins like my whole next day but even if i have to plan ahead lot. yeah true i just can't get like super messed up and stay out late i feel like it has to be one or the other like i could i would rather have like a solid buzz all night and then and then stay up late but i can't just be like shit faced and it be 2 a.m like i'm too old for that i understand because <laughs> i actually don't get drunk when yeah. I stay out all okay, night. Like I'm drinking water, like honestly, majority of the night. Like mm -hmm. I am literally, I don't do shots. I was so just about to say like maybe one shot to like start off the night. Yeah, maybe. But then for the rest, it's like, mm, no, no, can't yeah. do it. See, I make myself sound so crazy, but feeling more, more comfortable. I just said you have to situation. be out all night. You don't have to be drunk all night. Okay. I could care less about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, great. I can't wait for this. <laughs> this definitely ties into our introverted extrovertedness. Yes. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people get the wrong idea about the terms introvert and extrovert. Like it does not mean outgoing versus shy or anything like mm -hmm. that. It's how you replenish your energy. So if you're an extrovert, you get energy by being around other people. Whereas if you're an introvert, you get that by being by yourself. And so I'm definitely an introvert where I, I, I still like to think of myself as outgoing, but I definitely have a social battery and a limit where that's why weddings just deplete me and even like family events or if I hang out with too many people at once or too many days in a row, I am just, I feel hungover. Like it just kind of ruins me. Whereas like, so COVID, when COVID happened and my cousin Holly, who's the most extroverted person I've ever met in my whole life. Like you've met my cousin, mm -hmm. she's wild and I love her, but she, because of her extrovertedness when COVID happened and she couldn't work in offices anymore, it like, really affected her whereas me um was like hell yeah <laughs> like yeah. i don't have to go out i can just stay in and so i think yeah. i felt that during covid as well because i'm so extroverted that when i was alone in my studio i really had never felt anxiety before in my entire life and i actually had anxiety for the first time interesting i was also living with my family and like my parents and my two sisters very different so you had people like still comfort had that. yeah and then you could go to your room and be alone if you wanted yes. but when you're like isolated and like i didn't have family around i was yeah. in a studio like i was sick for a lot of it like yeah. it was just i never felt anxiety before and yeah. i i still do i actually now still get anxiety sometimes but that was the first time I was like, wow, is this what that is? Like my mm. chest would hurt. And like I would, especially after I had COVID, I was so, I was so scared I was going to get it again and feel that sick that I would literally be like, can I breathe? Like, <laughs> wow. I know. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. We, yeah. That's not me at all. <laughs> but yes, back to the extrovert yeah. thing. I definitely do get energy from being around people because even though, so there's two different ways I feel after a wedding. Sometimes, you know, 
I some, let's yeah, like in my head, I'm like, oh, let's not explain last weekend. Mm. But sometimes I feel like I wake up and I'm so tired and, you know, it's exhausting day. Usually I'm gone for like 17, 18 hours. Mm -hmm. My body feels like I got hit by a bus. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just talking and solving problems and like mentally drained. But I can wake up and I'll be like, I really just want to meet up with friends and like go out and drink later. Interesting. Okay. See, I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't even make eye contact with me. I don't want to like, I am a bump on a log, especially after multiple weddings, like in a row. But But sometimes I'll feel like that if I'm like very mentally drained or like there was, it just depends. Like I I will feel like that sometimes, but if it was like a great day and like, I'm not like too, too tired, like I'll definitely still want to go out. And because to me, and that's probably where the difference is to me, that is like, I'm not using my brain. I'm just like being out with friends and I'm myself and I'm mm-hmm. having fun. And it's very much so like an energizing thing yeah. versus me. I just want to eat an edible and sit on my patio and read a book and just zen so that out. That sounds nice too. Yeah. No, there's, there's definitely perks to both, but that's how I would, that's how I decompress from yeah. a social, any social, it, it doesn't even have to be a wedding. It's just any, when there's lots of social events happening, that's how I decompress is I'm like, I'm just gonna read on my patio and make some dinner for myself and like yeah. maybe take a bath or go to the pool and just be by myself. Yeah, I do that a lot during the week. Yeah. That's how I kind of, I think I'm prepared for like all the, yeah. all the people yeah. that I'm around all the time. Yeah. But like I have a lot of nights alone where like I just go to the gym or like have a glass of wine or hang mm-hmm. out and like, go to the beach I go to the beach and watch sunsets a lot alone and that is like purely rejuvenation for me if I'm ever stressed or like anxiety or sad or anything I go to the beach and sit there for like and I only need like 20 minutes yeah and I'm like wow I'm a new person (laughs) I do the same thing I don't live by the beach anymore I'm like 25 minutes away so for me I like to do a little sunset walk Mm -hmm. because it still looks pretty in my area there's like lots of trees or I just need to be outside during that golden hour because everything just looks so pretty. And that's that's how I love to end my day. So I always try to be home like at least an hour before sunset to get into that that, that mood. mood. Yeah. 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 I love that. That was I don't think we've ever really gotten this deep to, together talking about it. So that was fun to to discuss and get into our backgrounds and where we're at today and everything. I know. I'm so proud of us. I know. Look at us. <laughs> Should we hold hands? Oh, God. I'm, I'm sweating. <laughs> Ew. Okay, don't touch me. <laughs> Got a little clammy. Well, but. that's it for us. Off to Cabo I go. Yes, off to Seattle I go. But before we go, we do have to do those DNA tests and get those sent in. So that way we can discuss for future episodes. Yay. Yeah. That's exciting. Yes. Well, thank you for listening. Yes. Remember to follow us on Instagram at we do it for the podcast tiktok at we do it for the podcast and i thought you were gonna say something i I was just gonna say there's little questions that we've been putting at the bottom of our podcast so in case y'all want to engage on there too on spotify specifically but yeah we're on spotify and apple podcasts so and we release every an episode every wednesday every wednesday when you open your eyes it shall be there yes thanks to savannah (laughs) check out our instagram thanks to me yeah exactly there we go well thank you for thanks for listening yes bye. bye